0: Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacy Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Welcome back for episode six, a dozen insights gained from 475 dates. I just thought it would be fun to share some of my insights from my personal experiences dating. This is for entertainment and for you to take whatever you think would work for you, I'm a big advocate to the only rules for dating should be your rules. We are all so different and have such a wide range of preferences and wants when it comes to our future relationships. So again, these are from my experience and what felt right for me. It's not what I tell my clients to do. I coach them on discovering for themselves and deciding for themselves their preferred way of dating that works best for them. So Borrow and implement what sounds good to you and discard the rest. Okay, so number one, set a special ringtone for the people you like. I set special ringtones for people I liked to reduce my anxiety. When I like someone, I felt crazy. I thought about them all the time. I talked about them all the time. Sorry, Claudia. I Google stocked the shit out of them like dental records, deep Google stocking. To help with my anxiety, I would set a special text ringtones for anyone I liked. This way, when I got a text, I didn't jump into high alert hoping it might be them. A regular text tone didn't set me off. I knew it was just, one of my good friends or family. So to this day, when I hear a text tone on someone else's phone for one of the people I really liked, it makes me think of them. And yes, I still have a special text tone for Greg, and it still excites me every time I hear it. Number two, most people are cuter in person. My experience was most people were cuter in person. I think when you meet someone in person, you feel their energy, Like, some people aren't that photogenic. Also, some guys just don't take lots of pics, so they don't have a lot of pics to choose from. Someone's energy and their presence and their personality when you meet them either makes them, like, way cuter or way less attractive. Like, bonus 15% for sexy accents, too. When I was swiping, I had my preferences, like, the parameters set in the app or the website and then I'd swipe right if I thought if they had a great personality too, I'd want to kiss them. If they were cute enough that I, and they had like a sparkling personality that I was connected with, I'd want to kiss them. And I just think don't overthink it. Profiles are just a tiny blip of information and real life is the real deal. So a side note. I didn't do phone calls or Zoom chats when I was dating, but I think they're a great time saver for a lot of my clients. But you can still be pleasantly or unpleasantly surprised after a Zoom chat when you see them when you actually meet them in person. It's just, it's in person. Your relationship's going to be in person. You don't really know them until you meet them in person. Number three, sit at the bars on dates. I love sitting at the bar and still do with Greg because I think it's just more fun and lively. You can interact with the bartender and people around you, which takes like some of the pressure off. It feels less intense and interviewee to me. And it was easier for me to give them a little pat on the arm or leg to show interest. And that brings me to my next advice. Number four, touch them if you like them. Some of the best dating advice I got was from my friend, Craig. He told me, if you like them, touch them. That they're nervous and they're worried about us liking them too. They're worried about making an unwanted advance on us. If you like them, like touch their arm, touch their leg. I'd usually do this in like a playful way if they said something funny or I said something funny. Number five, you can figure it out. One of the best mindsets I think I had when I was dating was that I was all in, that if it took me until I was 86, I was figuring this life partnership out. Did I have doubts and worries? Yes. But quitting was not on the table for me. I was 100% committed and determined to figure it out and make it happen for me. Number six, you're not doomed if you're anxiously attached. I had read the book Attached right after I broke up with my last boyfriend, and it really felt like I was broken and doomed to be drawn to avoidant men. I would be on Bumble and see a hot guy that I knew in my gut was avoidant or didn't want a relationship and think to myself like a meth addict, "Mm, just one more swipe. I knew what I was doing, but I just wanted like one more hit and then I'd quit. In the book, Attached, and I'll link it in my show notes, the book I'm talking about, they talked about how as we get older, the percentage of avoidant men in the dating pool grows because they're either like perpetually dating or in and out of relationships. And this felt so discouraging to me. And definitely messed with my head. And I was scared that like all the securely attached guys were going to be boring to me and that I was like addicted to this push and pull from the avoidant guy. And I am here on the other side to tell you there are sexy, fun, hysterical, spicy, securely attached men out there. If you're anxious, I highly recommend you holding out for one. I was super grateful and I am super grateful that I did. Okay, number 7. New people are jumping into the dating pool daily. I ran out of people to swipe on Bumble several times. The first time it had what happened, I was like, "Oh shit, this is proof there are no good ones out there." Like panic. But the good news is this is people are breaking up divorcing and being widowed every day it's like yippee <laughs> their pain our gain someone else's trash greg's wife divorced him my treasure number 8 you're going to meet some amazing people i met some really incredible people dating and had some amazing evenings and conversations with engaging and fascinating people i didn't want to date them or marry them but they were awesome On one of my first dates, we were out for at least four hours just chatting away, totally enjoying each other's company. He told me in like a scientific way how he had read some book on pickup artists, I think like the mystery method or something like that. And how he got 15% responses if he sent a nice message to a woman and that he got 85% responses when he sent a dig. A dig is a kind of like technical term in the pickup artist world for like a put down. And it was just a fascinating conversation. And then another guy I met was a lawyer for the ACLU. He was so open-minded about like all sides. And I loved our conversation. I learned so much, but not my guy. I met another guy. It was so fun. Like, crazy but like he started a drug delivery system through like a mailbox store in the marina which is a neighborhood in san francisco when he was in high school and he like rented a house there and had this whole thing and he got caught and did jail time but he was just super nice and just interesting guy most people you meet will be good people just not your person you know, have fun on the date, enjoy the person you're with, get good at getting to know people and connecting, even if it's just for a moment, that one date. There are just a lot of good people out there. Just 99.9% of them aren't going to be your person. Okay. Nine, you're going to have some doozy dates. Expect it. I had a date with a guy who was 60 pounds heavier than his pictures. And literally one of the most boring and hard to talk to people I've ever met. I was just grasping for to have some conversation with him and not like leave the date so early. The only good thing about the date was I got a yummy flank steak marinade recipe from him. So I will leave that in the show notes for you. I had another date where the guy who showed up literally looked like the dad of the guy in the profile. And when I went all in on dating, I was age 40 to 44. So I was at the age where I could be attracted to the dad or the son. And in this case, I was not attracted to the dad person who showed up. And another first date, proceeded to tell me in great detail how he caught the man his ex-wife had an affair with by setting up some website where he got his username and password to his email account all this crazy stuff and note to self don't use the same username and passwords but then he proceeded to give me a cd of music that he had said might not work in my car cd player but will work on my computer and i was thinking uh No, I am not putting any CD from you in my computer, buddy. And yes, I am totally dating myself by talking about CDs. I kind of liked a really bad date, honestly, because I would just like soak up all in in the details and just like look forward to telling the crazy story to my friends later. Okay, number 10, the texting relationship pre-in-person date is a fantasy. I remember meeting a guy online. He was super hot and successful. He texted me morning, noon, and night, which might be annoying to some of you, but for me, like it calmed my anxiety. He was really attentive. Then we met up and I was totally put off by him. I wish I had left the date earlier. I found him to be pretty rude. The fact is you don't know until you meet in person, until you get a real feel for their energy. I learned to meet up early and not read anything into the pre-first date text. You both are hoping the other person is your person. You're hoping that they're your last first date, but you won't know until you actually meet. And until then, you have just made up a fantasy story in your head. And I totally got excited about a date's potential and loved living in that fantasy I'm not saying like, don't do it. I'm just saying, no, it is a fantasy and be prepared for that fantasy to go poof and disappear. Number 11, the road to any goal is lined with fails. The biggest lesson I learned from dating is that I could totally handle heartache, rejection, hurt and failure. It was a priceless lesson for me. I learned I was more resilient than I ever knew. I learned I could fall a zillion times and keep getting back up. I learned I had some grit that I could keep going even when I was filled with doubt. I learned there was like no way to avoid the hurt. So you just might as well go after all the things you want and the hurt won't kill you. Number 12, it was all worth it. So worth it. I cried. I had what felt like panic attacks. I got rejected, ghosted. I learned the hard way to only date guys who also wanted a relationship. Freaking powered through first dates, second dates, third dates, like it was my damn job. And I barely remember a lot of the details. And it was all worth it. It was so, so worth it. And 13, Baker's Dozen. If they like you, and want to date you, it won't feel confusing. They will show up. They will want to spend time with you. They will be ready, able, willing, and wanting to be in a relationship with you. That's it. I hope there are a couple little nuggets in this episode for you. Would so love it if you would drop down to into Apple Podcasts to rate and review this new podcast. See you next week. And until then, mwah, go get them. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use the link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call and let's go find a person.